technology, I merged a call. I called Jacob, then I called y'all, then I merged a call. iPhones are amazing. Not sponsored. Uh-uh. I, I'm, uh, I'm an Android lover, so... All right, all right, all right. Hey, that's your man. Yeah. Yes. I'm an Android guy. That's right. All right, Jacob and Shelby, let's uh let's talk about the biggest difference between your taste in professional wrestling. Um <laughs> I tried to do this on purpose. Shelby, what <laughs> uh, this was this was just a trap. You realize yeah, that. Yeah. We're, we're just interviewing now me and Logan the... are gonna have fun. No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so we'll start with you, Jacob. What, what kind of, what is your style of wrestling that you like and, and what do you really dislike about Shelby's style of wrestling that she likes? I wouldn't say, oh, I'll start with my, for like what I like. There's like two main categories that I really like watching. I love the high flyers, like the Sincaras, I even consider the Rambo just across the ring, high flying. Like I'm just a big sucker. Like a lucha, I've seen people fly over the top of the rope. Lucha style. Yeah, almost like a lucha flyer. style. Yep. Absolutely. But then the other one where I think Shelby wants to rip my head off every time. <laughs> I'm the biggest mark. I love hardcore ECW, just Paul Heyman mindset. Give me all the hardcore wrestling you can ever give me. I love it. And then going to what Shelby had said about, like, kind of what she likes. I don't hate what she likes, but she's very, and the, the weird coming from me, it's very vanilla in what she likes. She likes your Shawn really Michaels. You like your, really? You like your Shawn Michaels. You like the Ric Flair's. You you like your, I mean, standards, and they're not bad. They're they're great for a reason, but it's like, go a little adventurous. Go, go, go with, like, a John Moxley and, like, AEW. Throw them onto a barbed wire plank. Uh, everybody needs that every once in a while. Yes, everybody needs a barbed wire plank up their back every once in a while. You keep the blue mini, mini, and and I'll stick with Ric Flair. Well, I think that it. Well, I think that if it calls for a hardcore match, that's fine. But just for the sake of having a hardcore match, I don't know. I mean, I guess if it fits the gimmick like they did in AEW, at the same time there was no story built up for. Uh, the triple threat match they had it all out. Uh, it was entertaining though. I can't, I can't, I can't say I wasn't entertaining. It might have been the most entertaining match there was. So uh, you know, I, I like both styles. To be honest with you, the thing that I don't like about wrestling is the the dick flips and stuff like that. Is just it's too much. I can't suspend my disbelief, and I can't show it to somebody to try to make them become a wrestling fan like hey check this out you didn't think it was real well check out joey ryan he can flip somebody with a dick like i, I that's the kind of wrestling i can't get into so at least he doesn't like that shelby you praise the lord because 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 like one of my one of my things i really want to meet jim Cornette, and i cannot take jacob with me to meet jim Cornette if he likes joey ryan because i'll get cussed out i mean not like oh, yeah. an honor to get cussed the, out by what the fuck are you doing with this guy god damn what the heck <laughs> look the this, this is what's gonna happen shelby's going to go meet uh Cornette and it's gonna be like and just like point at him and go he likes joey ryan Dude. Yeah, she's gonna mess with him <laughs> just to get him cussed out. <laughs> you better get the fuck out of my sight. Just... <laughs> Y'all heard the the impressions that that Bruce does about him when they're going out to eat and how he he's like real particular on what he wants on his burger and stuff. Mayo, yeah. Yes. You put paper oh, bag on exactly. <laughs> Oh, what was that? Something to wrestle was so that was something to wrestle was so genuinely good back then. Like episode, I think it was like episode forty-two. Uh, don't you think that, they're just going I, through the motions? These newer episodes, like you can tell, like yes. he's rushed for time. You yes. can tell Bruce is like, man, I'm tired. I don't want to do this. And then Conrad is just like, yeah. any way possible, we got to put out a podcast. And they just, it doesn't. It's not like Jim Ross's is not like that for me. And sometimes Bischoff's can be like that too. Now that he's been hired with the company, but uh, you, you sense it more with Pritchard, just like oh man. 
Yes, yeah. I agree. And it was so good, and you don't have to keep doing it. This show had a phenomenal run. It doesn't have to be bad. It could end on a good – Lord knows Conrad Thompson has enough money coming in from podcasts. He doesn't yeah. need good podcasts anymore. Yeah. Um, he's just starting a new show with Arn Anderson, which I don't know how I feel about that. I well, think I you can have new stories. I mean, honestly um, – if you've looked at everybody's tenured in the the WWE, it just nobody lasts forever, and Pritchard will be out of a job uh, in four or five years, probably even maybe even less than that. And then you got newer stories to tell, um, and then you can also go back and tell. You know what? Go ahead. I'm sorry, I didn't no, mean to interrupt. No, you're fine. Yeah, I really like to do a show with. Who's that? Heyman. Oh my God! Yes, yes. That would be so. Awesome. Oh, he would give him so much Paul crap Heyman. about what came out about him not paying wrestlers and everything. Oh, it would be so good. Oh, I enjoy that. Oh, let me have another ball, okay. sir. <laughs> um. Well, so, uh, so Shelby, what is it? What is the style that I mean? He kind of just said it. Jacob did, but what is it that you really just just dislike a, that Jacob really likes? I just don't like hardcore wrestling. I'm I'm with you. I think that if, if there's a reason, if, if we've told a story that has culminated to the point of someone needing to have fire lit on a table and then get speared through it or something, I, I need a story to tell me why these guys hate each other that much. Um, just to go do it, to do it, it doesn't mean anything to me. Um, but I like storytelling. I like wrestling that tells stories. So um, that's not a thing anymore, I guess, right. in certain ways. So I mean, I'm just old. I'm an old 25-year-old. Jacob, would you agree with that? I, I'm with her. Like, I, do, I do agree that there kind of needs to be a storyline. But I think the one thing that Shelby does bring up sometimes and there is some credit to it, but not really. And that's where I kind of get a little, little like, not, I rubbed the wrong way, I guess, with it. And she's like, well, hardcore wrestling doesn't take any talent. And I'm like, and I can understand the sentiment or the sentiment where she's coming from with that. But at the yeah. same time, take some balls. It, I think it takes a, it's a, a balls. And I think it takes like a slightly different talent of like, okay, well, you're going to be thrown on thumbtacks. You're going to be thrown through barbed wire there are certain ways you've got to go. So you're not actually going to get ripped to shreds and you're going to be able to take it. And like I said, I'm, I've just grown up and I've, we we're talking, showing that we're talking about this earlier is some of my favorite wrestlers. My all time favorite is Mick Foley. Like him, he, I would put him almost as like the king of hardcore, just throw your body out on the line, give everything for the sport almost for mm-hmm. that kind of wrestling. And then I love, I love people with like the almost demented kind of, Attitude like I'm a Nikki Cross, huge mark for her. Yeah, I love well, Bray Wyatt and what he's doing with Nikki. the Fiend and everything. Yeah, I like Nikki a lot. Um, and I just, I just like that kind of twisted yeah, mindset. I think everybody's got twisted their, up their, to get into that. Everybody's got their niche of what they like. I've noticed uh, on the page. Um, I like a more technical side, so I'm uh, more of a fan of a Daniel Bryan or a Bret Hart even I'll even go as far as like an AJ and some you know Seth is you know he's cooled off for me as a character but you know his his style of wrestling and um I I can name a hundred more I'm sure um that's just the style that I like uh if you want to just brand it once okay you all know who Zach Saber Jr is is anybody No oh, no he is I so well, he's a super technical wrestler. Um, go out of your way to watch him sometime. I really like that style. It's a European style, but it's a lot of it's a lot of holds, but it's but it builds to a, 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 a bigger climax at the end of the match, and it tells a story. And you might work on an arm, and you'll see some technical moves that might <clears throat> be like, "Wow, how did he even get into that from a body slam? Somehow he's he's got him into an arm bar right now." But, you know, that's just – I just like that. I just enjoy that style. And everybody's got their niche to circle back around what I was going to say and my, make my point is that, you know, some people love hardcore. 
Some people love that comedy shit that we don't like. Um, some <laughs> people <laughs> like technical yeah, retro. Trey, Trey hates heavy machinery. Somebody, <laughs> and some people, well, I'm saying some people like uh, the pageantry more than anything, like uh, like a Hulk Hogan or an Ultimate Warrior. They love, they really get into the characters. Um, but the guy, know, we, all, we all love wrestling is, you know, is the important thing is that, you know, <laughs> whether we like different shit or not, you know, uh, yeah, heavy machinery. I'll, I'll circle back around that too. That is just, uh, I just can't get into it guys. What do y'all like about it? Please tell me, what am I missing? I, well, let, I'll, let me I'll start say, off with, oh, I'm, I'm with Jacob. I'm, I like the hardcore stuff. Uh, I, and I'll even go a step further. I like the hokey, you know, Orange Cassidy, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, I like the comedy stuff, man. I, I do. I like I the way help brought it. him in to All Out. Um, I think if you're uh, – help me out with the, the tag team name, the Druids that were, that were carrying the best friends off. They were the, uh, the dark, uh, order? dark Order. The Dark Order, yes. Um, I like how they brought Cassidy in for that, and the fact that he made the save and he did the suicide dive with his hands in his pockets. That's talented. That didn't that didn't really bother me too much. I just I'm not going to be into him getting into the ring and just barely kicking somebody and then somebody trying to sell that. That's going to piss me off. Um, but go ahead. Um, Get back to what you were saying, Logan, about Orange Cassidy, how you love that kind of uh, wrestling. Well, now, here's the thing. I, I think there's a place for it. And I think that I wouldn't call it wrestling. I, that's where you come into where last night me and Casey were fighting about sports entertainers and wrestlers. And there's there's a place for that in wrestling there always has been i mean you don't think that true wrestling was ever you know um god what was his name harvey whippleman and what's his name having a tuxedo match i mean that's not real wrestling it's all there's always been places i don't mind mind gimmick matches but it's two guys who are untrained who are going at it trying to rip each other's tuxedos off it's not um a guy with his hands in his pockets, barely kicking somebody's ankle, and then somebody, oh, God, that hurts. Oh, that's just silly. I can't suspend my disbelief on that. Or or Jervis rocking somebody to sleep and then pin him. Uh, I groan at that. <laughs> that in the, in the Cobra crap with Santino where he cocked the cobra and and then they'd play the flute and then they'd play the flute and he would get hypnotized by the flute Jinder Mahal he would play a flute or something oh man it was so bad you don't even like the invisible man have you seen that yet the invisible man oh man I can't there's nobody in the ring somebody's just acting like they're getting beat up Oh, it's like God. It's like it's like it's like Shane McMahon, Vince McMahon versus um, Shawn Michaels and Jesus. Oh. Yeah. Shelly, you were you were talking about earlier. Jacob loves Santino, oh, I'm sorry, Jacob. A, a lot of people love Santino, and I I don't have. Uh, and you te- but you're telling me you didn't like the Cobra where they had the blindfolded match, and then the Cobra was blindfolded. And they took the mask off and was able to strike. Like, you see, this little, like, uh, that's the first thing that came to mind when you think about that. I was like, hey, that's comedy and that's meant for it. But, like, kind of circling back a little bit to, well, you asked asking what about heavy machinery? Yeah, they're a comedy gimmick. And, yeah, like, Shelby and I went to Smackville when they were doing, like, that one-hour little on-the-network streaming one. Yeah. And they're sitting there, and I'm, I'm up there dancing with them. Like, we're second or third row. And I'm dancing, Tucker and Otis, and then they were going against AOP. And he looked at me like, you're a grown man. What are you doing? Like, I, I forgot which one it was. And he looked at me, you're a grown man. What are you doing? And I'm like, I'm having fun. And I kept dancing. But watching the whole match, is like, yeah, they're comedy. But they have sp- – now, not the Caterpillar. I'll give you that. But they have spurts of some good moves and some good just 
tag team technical wrestling together. Like the uh, Tucker throwing the guy up, Otis Cash up and slamming him down. The compactor. They have a, or the compactor is their finisher. Like they have some. I think they are on the quarter, on the borderline of. Yeah, they're kind of a comedy group. But yeah, they actually have some skill and they could hone that a bit more. Yeah, I just don't see it. I see them as a comedy act. I just don't like the Bushwhackers <laughs> uh, or yeah. something like that. I don't, you know, when you got teams like the Usos, the Revival, um, gosh, help me out, guys. There's a ton of tag teams. Um, but, I mean, how many times do you want to sit and watch them fight each other over and over? Okay, the War, the war Raiders. I mean, like, I'm just not, I can't, you know, if I can look up tag teams right now, I'll tell you. Yeah, but the War Raiders can't fight anybody unless they're two jobbers from the town they're in for the past six months. Well, that's WWE's problem. That's not the War Raiders' problem. That's just them trying to build them up, I guess. I, I, <clears throat> But, I mean, at the same time... NXT, oh, go ahead. With NXT, they're already so over. Like, people... There are enough people watch NXT for them to be over to a to a degree, or they wouldn't be, quote-unquote, calling them up. Now, who knows if call-ups are even going to be a thing anymore when NXT goes... Well, you know, y'all know how I feel about jobber matches. I like jobber matches. I think it builds up the talent. But I don't watch Raw weekly, so I can see... I see. I didn't know that that's been going on that long. They must be really building them up. <laughs> well, but you also have to understand that Vince McMahon has absolutely no confidence in NXT. So once he calls them up, it's like NXT never happens. And a lot of your angles, they're going to repeat on the main show. You know, once they come up. I mean, the whole thing with Nikki Cross right now with Alexa Bliss. That's just setting up for Nikki to go nuts and repeat the whole thing of her going crazy on the main roster instead of yeah. Yeah, building up to to uh, Alexa doing something to betray their friendship, um, and it might be building for a while. I don't know because there's not much of a women's tag division. I think you got three or four teams. I guess you could consider Sasha and Bailey a tag team now. Um, but <clears throat> let's move on and talk about again uh, dogs barking. Uh, who's everybody's... Jacob, are you a big fan of wrestling couples? I'm talking about kayfabe. Like are, Seth and Becky. Did you get into that? Did you get into them teaming up? I... I mean, I respect like I I respect the part of, like with I don't like how kind of how they did a storyline just so quickly, but like if it's if it's presented correctly, I'll, I'll enjoy it. But I'm more of kind of like I'm more of kind of just almost the Naomi and I think it's Jimmy Uso. Like I almost love their kind of thing where they're both their own separate superstars and they're both great. Now sometimes they'll come together and then have. Um, mixture in their matches and they'll like it'll come across good but I, I i don't really have like a super strong feeling one way or the other but if it was preferred i'd kind of have them split up like i said like naomi and jimmy uso and kind of like have them separately but i ain't got nothing against it logan are you a fan of these uh couples joining up like a becky and a seth and <clears throat> how do you feel about that I mean, you know, if they touch on it every once in a while, that's fine. But I don't want a real-life couple to be a kayfabe couple. I I think that it's bad for business because something happens in real life, they're going to have an issue working with them kayfabe. Yeah. And and that's that's going to get tricky. And... uh I don't know. So, so I, far, they've kept. You know, I, I, um, I kind of agree Black. with Jacob. You know, the fact. Well, I was gonna say they they kept yeah, Alistair Black and and Zelina, uh, what's her name? Uh, oh, Vega. 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 Yeah. And. They're oh, separate. Man, Nobody I, I, knows that they're together. Right. 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 And then, uh, t- uh, who's it? Charlotte and. Andrade. Andrade. Yes. Yeah. 
they they're a couple, but they haven't really brought that up on camera. Thank God. And I hope they keep it that way. I I'm, I'm just not into it. Now I'm like you. I don't know if the characters if the characters fit. I guess it does, but I don't want to see Becky He's supposed to be a badass with with Seth Rollins because it's just going to make whoever she's with is it's just going to make them look lesser. Um, that's just my opinion on that. I, okay, so so here's a question: What did you think of um, of Hunter and Stephanie and I think Test back in the day? Was it Test? Yeah. That whole story. Well, they weren't together. What did you think of that? Honestly, I thought the storyline was fine for a little while, but then it got to be a little nauseating because it went on and on and on and on. And it was Stephanie and Triple H uh, screwing over Vince over and over and over again. And that's when they developed their relationship. And then it seemed like it might have got worse throughout the years. I'm telling you, it just lasted forever. It was the longest storyline. And it it kind of wore on me after a while, to be honest with you. But at first, I liked it. It's just, damn, Triple H's interviews back in the day, they they were like 20 to 30 minutes long. And he never went anywhere with him, really. That's just that. I mean, I don't know. And they've gone back to it over and over again. And it's they see they fit. It's fine. Um, I'm glad that I don't have to see him on the TV every week. But you know, yeah, that was getting old. It it just hardly ever works for me. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I think Zelina and Andrade kind of they kind of go together, and and they kind of she's been with him for a while, and she's kind of his mouthpiece. It so works. That works. But you know, that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm a fan of the fake couples, but man, those real couples is just. It, it also, who was it that just brought up that if yeah, I think it was Logan, that if they break up, it's just an awkward deal, especially right in the middle of the storyline. It's just probably not in. It's probably not a good idea to talk about it on camera and include it in storyline. Unless you're, unless you're Matt Hardy and Edge and Lita. Yeah, they finished that. That was a quick angle too. I noticed they rushed it. They didn't. They didn't want to harbor on it too long. What were you saying, Logan? I tell you how much touching on it that that I wouldn't care about. Like if you had say Samoa Joe and for some reason he was back in Charlotte into a corner and like he looked like he was going to legit hit her mm-hmm. and then out of the blue you just had Andrade come out to stop that and they started a feud and you didn't really quite understand why unless you were a smart mark and but then the feud progresses without Charlotte being involved in it. You know, just as kind of like a starter type thing. I can deal with that, but I just don't want them on TV, you know, ongoingly. Every yeah. single night. Yeah. You know, even I, I even think the 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 Becky Seth thing went on too long. Oh, I mean, you I'm had glad a whole month of that. Yeah, and I'm glad they dumped it. It, it, it wasn't working for me. Um. All right, well, before we get off here, I want to know when Shelby and Jacob found out they were both wrestling fans, or did Shelby get Jacob into wrestling? Uh, you tell us first, Shelby. Um. So when we found out we were both, like when we started dating, when we both found out we were wrestling fans, is that what you're asking? Yeah. Oh God, Jacob! When was that? Um, after like, okay, so um, fun fact: we met online on an online dating app. Okay. Um, that my that my assistant manager set up for me because, long story. Anyway, um, and I think we I think we found out that we liked wrestling while we were messaging on that app. Yeah, I believe that's um, right. Yeah. So, but he, um, we both watched, really watched it. Um, during like John Cena, CM Punk, um, that sort of area, er, area, era. Um, <laughs> there you go. So, yeah, so um, I didn't get him into it. I think I got him back into it, though, because I know he wasn't watching. Now, 
I'm a religious Raw and SmackDown watcher, unless it's uh, unless it's like 10:30 on Monday night and it's not a good show. Yeah. Um, then I'm out. But but um, I did get him back into watching religiously every week. Um, me or Bray Wyatt, I can't decide which one it was. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what do you think, Jacob? What what do you, what do you have to say? Well, like you had said, it's when we started talking on the app that shall not be named, we started realizing, it's like, okay, well, you like wrestling. And then, well, over the time, we kind of figured out, I was touch and go, like, I remember when I started, I went to my, like, only ever went to one house show, and only person I ever remember from it was the Hurricane. I was like, oh, yeah, he's cool. And I remember going out and buying his action figure, or getting my parents to buy his action figure. I was like, okay, I want to go play with him. And then I just fell off, and then right around, like she said, right around CM Punk, John Cena, Nexus, I remember it was near the beginning when I started watching, and from there forward, it's like, oh, my forte, and then Shelby, dear Lord, Shelby, I love you, but you, like, you go, she's opened my eyes up, and it's, I'm embarrassed to say something, I'm learning now, like, yeah, I knew who, I knew about the Four Horsemen, yeah, I knew about Sergeant Slaughter, I knew about some of these people, but she's bringing up some of them that I never knew anything about. I was like, uh, I'm trying to think of one off the top of my head, but just storylines or just people. Like, Jackie Fargo. Oh, yeah, they're talking about like Jackie. And the ones that like are the classics that started it all, and you're telling me that Jackie Fargo, and you can tell me it's like, oh, Ric Flair started in this territory, then went here, then there was a Smoky Mountain that was run by the And like, you could just go down like a chronological list of that. And I'm like, I'm learning that, but good man like you're, you're like an encyclopedia of encyclopedic knowledge of all that and i'm just now starting to she knew the main event for the non-adequate that's impressive i i did i did um i, I didn't know any el- anything else he asked me but i knew that so. <laughs> hey i was i was summer didn't know it i was shocked that you knew it Andrew Stone gets on here and wipes the floor with me, so you know I'm not that good. That was oh, like a dream. WWE, WWE trivia. I bet Andrew isn't all that great at. <laughs> Guarantee you. Well, we we were talking about something the other day on, on this podcast, I believe, when Andrew was on here and and uh, Shelby. Shelby's like, well, I don't know, I was three. <laughs> Yeah, so, you know, that was me. <laughs> he's got a few years old. Shelby, uh, Shelby sounds like me. She might have got into it, whatever, 2002 or three or whatever Five. year. Five, okay. So I didn't, I got into it in like 91, but I went back. I'm kind of a historian. I just kind of went back and just like piece to piece together what happened. Um, you know, I might go all the way back to the early '80s and get every kind of video cassette tape. Well, back in my day, back in my day, we had VHS, and I'd go over there and <laughs> just get every wrestling video I could, and I'd watch them over and over again. And I I kind of figured out, okay, this is what happened before I started watching wrestling. That was always. I'm, I'm I'm very similar. Now you have the net. Kids have the network that. now. They don't know how hot it was. And a good action video. Action video, my goodness. Um, I've only heard of action video. I'm a blockbuster girl myself. Um, But uh, I I, I do like studying the history of things I like. Um, So when I started watching wrestling, my dad would watch it with me. And then... Mm -hmm. He'd be like, oh, this isn't what I watched when I was young. So we watched some Dusty Rhodes stuff, and that's how I sort of started learning about Georgia's Championship Wrestling and uh, eventually WCW, and then going back even farther to, I started listening to Jim Cornette's podcast, and he taught, well, taught like he's a Sunday school teacher or something. He talked about um, the carnivals and how wrestling got started and it interested me so much so um, oh I yeah yeah the, it all. the history's always interested me too just the whole mm-hmm. how i got started in carnivals and everything and the whole carny talk have you heard all about that yeah they have like their own language I, I almost speak carny. 
Yeah. yeah. Evidently, Vince can can speak Carney, which blow, which is like messes with my head. Yeah, but, but he hates it though. Um, only the old timers still do it. They say. Um, yeah. Yeah. Hogan and people like that. It's, I don't know. That's pretty interesting to me. Um, so <clears throat> together, what what is? I'll ask Jacob this question. What would you say? that y'all like the y'all like the the best out of I mean like well how am I gonna phrase this? Let's see here. What do y'all agree on in wrestling? And what do y'all both enjoy? I think I guess uh, something easy that comes to mind is more modern stuff is we're both huge like Bray Wyatt marks right now. Like what he's doing Absolutely love that. Mm-hmm. I think I think also kind of another point that just came to my mind is I'm absolutely down for somebody that's gifted on the mic like her Shelby's all time favorite's Rick Flair. Yeah. And he's arguably the greatest ever on the mic. I I mean I love that too. I love a man that or a woman or anybody that can get on the mic and just cut a promo. I I told her today at work that's for me saying this, but today at work I just had my headphones in as I was working. And I was listening to Dark Side of the Ring, and then I got down into Gorgeous Gino, and I was like, I love this dude. Oh, I've, I've never, like, I'd heard of the name, but I don't know nothing about him. Right. Oh, my goodness. Like, he, I just listened to him just pop off and the whole kind of thing he had. And even the same thing with, like, the Von Erichs, how good they were. I was like, I need to go back and study more on this. Like, these guys sound amazing, and I know that's why they're having something featured about them. Also, because of tragedy, but we'll pass on that. Oh, the Vi- yeah, I think the Viceland documentaries, the uh, behind the so good. Yeah, they were really, really good, especially the Von Erichs one. That was uh, and the Gino Hernandez one, like you're talking about. That was that was uh, I heard they're gonna have a season two, and they're gonna have like the yeah. Benoit deal and a bunch of other stuff That's on good. it. Yeah, it's gonna be very, yeah. very interesting. Dino Bravo. They're gonna have ten. Oh, they're going to have 10 episodes this season, too. Yes, and they're going to touch on the, the Dino Bravo shooting, too, uh, which is which is kind of fascinating if you do a little bit of research on it. Uh, <clears throat> Logan, are you still there? Yes. I'm Man, still I haven't here. heard from you in a while. What's going on? <laughs> I was just listening. I'm waiting for my turn to ask. The question, because I'm not as nice as you. Oh, you go ahead, buddy. Uh-oh. All right, you take the stage. Oh, oh God. It's all yours. <laughs> all right, so, so it's uh, it's kind of like a double-edged question. So, uh, here's the thing: is uh, Shelby, are <laughs> are you going to wind up asking Jacob to marry you before he does it? <laughs> it is that how it's going to happen, or, or is it how it's going to have to happen, or what? what's going on here? I need the lowdown on when we're going to be able to have our very first Well, that'll do it, folks, for Behind wedding. the Curtain. We'll catch you next week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, we're going to be the first couple of all these marks. Ooh, That's I like that. Right. Well, we need, we got to make it official. I think y'all should do a promo. I think you should do a promo where he's your, uh, where Jacob's your manager, your mouthpiece, your Paul Heyman. Oh Lord, that would well, be awesome. You don't awesome. have a ponytail, babe. We're good. Oh my God! No, no, no! Don't, don't tell him to do that. <laughs> Paul finally cut that off. Thank God. Thank God. Yeah. Cut that off. And Let it go. Pounds in the middle, oh. but you know we all have. Oh, sorry, uh, we could do the like what did Paul Heyman do that one time? The Uncle Mischie. Uncle Mischie. Oh, okay. I don't know. You know how you know how things just stick. Um, mm-hmm. Austin three sixteen and things like that. You're right. We were watching Raw one night, and Heyman was cutting a heck of a promo, and he referenced someone named Uncle Mischie, and Jacob and I have been playing on that phrase ever since. Like we really are invested in wondering how Uncle Mischie is, because uh, you know he plays on. He's Jewish heritage a lot, so he throws out names like that that would fit that. So we were quite invested in Uncle Mischke. But, um, <laughs> Jacob, I think this question is all 
disappointed at you because um, I know what the rumor is, but I can't verify that. Well, so I'm. Well, no, we're, we're all about rumors here. Please, please, ver- please verify <laughs> the rumor that you've heard. Hey, the rumor is Logan that um, it's going to be before the end of the month. I have no idea when. Um, contrary to a lot of popular belief, I have no idea when it's going to be. Um, my parents know, or my mom knows, my dad would spill the beans in a heartbeat. Um, so who, I, I don't know. I just know it's evidently coming. And the first couple of all week marks is coming. And, uh, basically we're going to be Charlotte Flair and Andrade. I mean, I'm just playing. Well, me and Logan. Hey, it's a lot better than being the Mike and Maria. That's all I got to say. Well, you ain't wrong. That was, <laughs> I love how they're just gone now. They're just gone. <laughs> Scrap <laughs> that shit. Who wrote that? That was you, Vince. Damn it, that wasn't me. It <laughs> <laughs> just fired somebody right there on the spot. Yeah. She went to the baby doctor, and now they're just gone. Yeah. Gone. Trash. Why do we resign yeah. them? <laughs> man, oh, that's a man. whole Maria's hair. You know who who is it? somebody on the page talks about. Uh, I think you might be the biggest the Maria I've ever met in my life. I don't hate Maria. I do not hate Maria. I love Maria. <laughs> I hated the storyline. I didn't like the storyline right, because right. I'm a firm believer that if it's not okay for a guy to do it to a female, it's not okay for a female to do it to a guy. I just yeah. don't like that. I, it I, is. It is. You know, in poor taste. I agree with that. It is in poor taste. But, um, I'm glad they dropped. Somebody it. on the page was talking about yes, and somebody was talking on the page about the females' um, hair extension. I don't. This is this this is why you should be a member of the All Elite Marks page. It's because it can go literally from A to Z in 2.5. But um, somebody was talking about hair extension. That woman has more hair. I don't know how she would ever wrestle on that. She's got more hair. It is pretty. Uh, I've ever yeah, seen. it's very thick. It's pretty a lot. Pretty a lot. Anyway. <laughs> well, have you ever noticed she doesn't ever really wrestle a match? She gets out of it, or she just does a quick spot here and there, choke somebody in the corner. Yeah, I mean, I like. Yeah. So uh, as as long as we don't turn, in, as, as long as we stay more Charlotte than Andrade and stay as far away from Mike and Maria, I'm good on that. Other than the fact that they have an adorable baby. <laughs> All right. So I have. Oh, I have go a ahead. Question for you guys. Okay. What okay? Who is your favorite? We don't have to include storyline in this, but who is your favorite wrestling couple? Like out of storyline, just like wrestling couple in general. It could be Stephanie and Hunter, or you know, just any couple. Who is your favorite? Hmm. Uh, I'll go first. Um, off the top of my head, of course, Macho Man and Miss Elizabeth. I liked um, growing up. Such a sad ending. Yeah, I mean that's so real. Sad. That's real life. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. But you know, goosebumps whenever they reunited at WrestleMania Seven, one of Logan's favorite WrestleMania. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm, you know, sure. off the top of my head, and I, I like a good valet, especially one that cheats for her man. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, I just can't think of anything off the top of my head that just really stands out. Maybe one of we one of y'all can bring up a couple and it'll you know spark from whatever. But a lot of them I just don't I don't really care for. Um, I thought China and Triple H were great together uh, at a certain point, especially early in Triple H's career. So I'll throw that out there as well. Um, but yeah, y- y'all go ahead. I- I'm gonna I'm interested to see what y'all say. Logan, what about you? What do you think? Well, I obviously I I like, you know, the Macho Man and Elizabeth, but uh, you know, I, I tell you one that I, that I found interesting that you probably wouldn't think about, and that's uh, Goldust and Marlena. Yeah, that they were great. Uh, they were really good together. Yeah, I'll give you so, that. So uh, and. and uh, and even though it got really weird when Brian Pillman got involved, and then he died, uh, I was... the storyline. Yeah. Hate uh, it when that happens. Oh, well, you know, if he dies, then he can't be on TV, right? 
I guess I have to, I have to I give the obligatory. I like Marshall Man and Miss Elizabeth. Like that's obviously the gold standard for it. But then I was talking to Shelby about this one. The one that really stood out that I don't think many people would even put on their radar. And this kind of goes back into my the liking of people with like I'm not the psychotic attitude, but just the something sort of wrong with them. I like. I love. You only, I'm starting to think you only like me because I'm psycho now. Because evidently, no, all you like. No, 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 no. I <laughs> no, just continue with that. Just get away from that as quickly as possible. Let's let me slide right away from that. Um, I like Nikki Cross and Killian Bain. You don't yeah, hear about them yeah. on TV, but, but they don't have it. Yeah. yeah, they don't have it on on, and they that might be a relationship that might have worked on screen and off screen. They did have sanity for a short time, but they had the. Yeah, they had that other or the other member of it. So yeah, I just wonder how they would play off of each other if like they had a not even like a manager. If they just had those two rant, like terrorizing the men's and the women's roster, like see how that would kind of work. But again, that just just goes back into what I'm a mark for for just the I'll, so, I'll, a little I'll bit off. Out, because, well, I'll throw out Medusa and Rick Rude. Um, when I first started getting into wrestling, they were a um, they were like in Paulie's faction known as the Dangerous Alliance. And, but they were always paired together and I just enjoyed them together. They were both great heels and Medusa would do stuff behind the referee's back. So I'd like to shout out to them. That was a, that was a great couple. Um, Of course, I don't know. They weren't together in real life or anything, but they, I don't know. It's just something about that heel couple I liked. Um, I can't really think of a ton, but Logan brought up a good one. Marlena and Goldust were excellent together. I enjoyed them a lot. Especially, Even as heels and faces. To, to be able to, that that storyline, like that character with Goldust, to be able to play that up as much as they had to, and their relation, well, I mean, obviously they're not together anymore, but um, that had to be, I don't know. You know, a lot of a lot was said about Dustin Rhodes back then. Oh yeah. Um, heck, I had a customer come in the other day. I had a customer come in the other day. I had a little wrestling belt at my station, and um, it sparked conversation. And uh-huh. gentleman said that his favorite wrestler was Dusty Rhodes, and he said, "But I never could get into his son and called him a fruitcake." And I was like, "Ah, oh, that's boy. not nice." But um, <laughs> you know, like. There was, and this is 2019. It's yeah. 20, you know. Yeah. 20 years ago. So, well, and now you know, so Goldust's character was, you know, when he first came out, it was all about mind games. But uh, to be gay, you would have to be a heel. That sounds terrible saying that, but uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's just how it was then. You know, the, I mean, you see yeah. you hear it on the podcast all the time. I mean, I think it's ridiculous that you're calling uh Oscar and Kyrie Singh um with the Kabuki Warriors. Oh, how yeah. how nineteen eighty something is that? Oh man. That that Bruce that that has Bruce Pritchard written all over it. Yeah, because he likes saying Kabuki. Absolutely. On the that's, podcast. That's, that's Kabuki, baby. That's where it came from. I'm going to throw one out there. It's not a kayfabe, like, storyline couple. I don't think they've had a lot going on on TV, and if they did, it's going to have to have been a while ago. But I'm an avid watcher of Ms. Maurice, and I think that the Ms. and Maurice are hilarious together. Um, No, they don't do a lot on TV, um, but they just look like one of those wrestling couples. They did. Oh, I popped at one WrestleMania where – or no, it was the night after WrestleMania where she slapped Ryder and Miz got uh, beat Ryder for the belt uh, the night after WrestleMania after he'd won it in a ladder match. I was like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, see, I was, back. They they, I they was, go good together, too. I'll give you that one, too. I like that one. I just could, I, I couldn't remember how long it had been until the, it, since they were actually on screen together on, like, Raw or SmackDown, but their show, hilarious. 
So. No, I, I just can't. Well, forget two of your favorites, shall we? Say again, Jacob? So we were missing, you're forgetting two of your favorites. Oh, no. Sam Punk and A.J. Lee. Oh, stop it. They were, but they oh, man, A.J. Lee. A.J. <laughs> Lee's psycho. Oh, oh you don't goodness. like either one of them. Well, I don't oh. hate Sam Punk. I just, I, I, yeah. I, I didn't <laughs> care if A.J. Lee was psycho. As long as AJ Jay Lee was on, on the television, that's on all that matters. On your television screen, yeah. Yeah, that's all that mattered to me. I think I, I, think good. I, <laughs> I think I got like personally offended when she turned on Daniel Bryan. I think I think that I think I was at like an emotional state in my life where it just hurt my heart that she turned on him, and I just I couldn't I couldn't handle that it was a storyline. It just hit me too hard. <laughs> oh, another good one. I forgot Rusev and Lana. That's a pretty good one. Yeah, that's a good one. That is a good one too. And and Who's they're Rusev? they're a couple in real life. They're married and they're also a couple on screen. They see. I wish she hadn't dropped the Russian accent and just went with it. I mean, but now it's it's too late. Well, he went from like Bulgarian to Russian or Russian to Bulgarian too. So they're just like all sorts of things. Yeah. Like Kingston going from Jamaican to. Uh, Do you remember when he came out in the tank at WrestleMania? Fight Cena. That was, that was a great entrance. Yeah, that was one of the best entrances. Well, y'all proving me wrong. There's quite a bit of couples that are that are actually pretty. I knew I was missing a few, especially the Miz and Maurice, Lana and Rusev, Goldust and Maria. All excellent uh, picks. Uh, well, you've right, also yeah. got Booker T and Sarmel that oh, was man. on air you know for a what? while. That's when I wasn't then... watching wrestling, and but going oh, back, King Booker. Uh, I wasn't watching wrestling then. I went back and watched all that stuff, and yeah, they were they were pretty great together. That was comedy that I can get into. Circle back what we were talking at the beginning of the show. Um, but you know the I, ones I, that I, are I, weird that we didn't mention is Stone Cold and Deborah. No. That's weird. No. Yeah. And Brock and Sable. That's Brock weird. and Sable. No. Yeah. I mean, it's like I don't. I don't want to know anything about either one of those groupings. Uh, it's. It's just. Yeah, there's no, a story that, that, that there. came out with with Mark Marrow, where he had said something like, uh, when he found out they were together, he's like, "Well, I'm gonna go talk. I'm gonna go talk to this guy." Da da da. And then he finds out how big Brock Lesnar is, and then he's like, "You know what?" I'm fine with it. <laughs> he just back there. He's like, he even admits it too. He's just like, no. And he's a Golden Gloves boxer and everything. He's like, no, nope. Well, ev- evidently, um, Braun Strowman and a lady named Camilla. I'm probably butchering that. Camilla Kane. Camille. She's an indie. She's an indie wrestler. Could you imagine being out with Braun? Now, I'm a, I'm the only female on this call. But you can imagine imagine being out with Braun Strowman and somebody like hitting on his girlfriend and then there he is. Hey Paul, you want to get these hands? <laughs> yeah, I don't have a shirt that says I got these hands. Uh, oh, no. oh, 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 oh. I just want if they get married, whoever he ends up if he gets married eventually, what size ring does that man? Like he just <laughs> co- like cut open a cocaine and like put that on or something? Yeah. Or? yeah. <laughs> Ridiculous! They are they're ruining him too. I, I hope they don't. Oh, Seth thing. If Seth beats him clean, that's it for Strowman. Sorry, that's it for him. That's all. Awesome. Like, I know. Just speculation, real quick. I think he's gonna win, but I'm fully into like I'm delving deep into that eleven nineteen uh conspiracies now. I'm like, well, I think he's gonna win, but. Then he's gonna get attacked if it's a long show. Like I'm delving deep into those. That's what I'm hoping for. Or like do, do some mind games because you know, you've got Rowan kind of breaking apart from Daniel Bryan. You've got Strom. Like you don't have Luke uh, Harper, but kind of just bring the family back together. Bring back the crazy. Hmm. I don't know if I want to bring the family back together. Per or bring the... But but I do think I would like to. I would rather see Bray Wyatt and Braun Strowman than Bray Wyatt and Seth Rollins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't want to see Bray with anybody yet, like that big of a name. Um, I want to see him continue to take out I agree. Guys, right, and then yeah, build for that uh, Mania match. 
If not, even Bill yeah, has something to have after Mania, where he goes for the title after Mania, after he ends the Undertaker. Because it wouldn't, yeah. it it wouldn't help Braun at all to throw him in. Because now we've got this thing with Bray, where Bray is probably more than likely showing up at Hell in a Cell to challenge said owner of Universal Title. Bray winning or Bray Braun winning that match. You know they're going to put the title on Bray. So that that sort of screws Braun if he does win. And I just feel like there's no way to win with that. And they, book like their, they always book themselves in a corner. They hot shot all these angles because they think they have just this unlimited barrel of talent. But you don't you don't rush a Seth Rollins and AJ and put it on a pay-per-view a little bit after Mania and just have Seth be AJ clean and that's it. Uh <sighs> Pisses me off so bad they do that. Uh, they hot shot too. I think Braun needs Braun needs a title. I, there's there's no reason for him not to have a title. I want to see him go on a Brock Lesnar run where he holds the title for like a year and nobody can beat him, and then when he finally yeah. gets beat, that person is made. Absolutely, because it doesn't make sense. It the way they booked him originally was Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns absolutely killed him to begin with because how am I like the man is a giant yeah he's picking up ambulances I'm sure that there there was I'm sure it was it it was uh gimmicked to some degree but I just don't know how I'm supposed to believe a year of him losing to Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar and then you see where I'm coming from with that yeah absolutely uh, they've got this weird thing. It's like Roman. It's like they don't even have. I guess they consider Roman their main baby face. I guess. Um, even though I don't even think he wrestled at SummerSlam, did he? Somebody correct me. I'm I'm pretty he, sure he didn't. So it's like they try to keep. He him, was not on the card at SummerSlam. Yeah, they try to keep him cooled off to where fans don't hate him so bad. And, and not, and they're trying not to stuff him down our throats as much as possible. But at the end of the day, the fans are so are so much smarter than they used to be. They know what's they're being forced in. They know at the end of the day, Roman is their guy. Um, does anybody else catch that? I mean, I, they play this storyline where he almost gets hurt like all the time, like to nauseam. And I'm like, I don't care. I know it's going to end up being Daniel Bryan, like. What? Quit insulting me. Unless it unless it gives some kind of rub to Eric Rowan, it it, it could not be. I mean, maybe I'm living in a fantasy world. I don't know. I think Rowan's a good side character. Rowan Rowan is no Luke Harper. I mean, (laughs) you want a worker in there? I think they're gonna go ahead. I think they're gonna progress it. I, I think this is just going to be a bridge to a different, uh, a, a different storyline. I, I, I don't think you're going to have a real true finish to that match, mostly because they just made it a no DQ match. So I really think somebody's going to get involved, and you're going to get to the meat and potatoes of the 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 whole storyline maybe and it's going to be Roman versus somebody else. What if, uh, cause have you ever seen in the back when somebody's about to come out and like a puppet will pop up like a Bray Wyatt puppet will randomly yeah. pop up. Maybe it was one of Bray Wyatt's puppets that tried to kill Roman Reigns backstage, knocked over the stuff. That's what they would do to ruin and, the thing. And, and then it would be pay-per-view. Roman Reigns would be uh, Bray Wyatt, and then that would be it. Yeah. And the fans would lose their minds. Are we allowed to air grievances let, let, real quick? Yes. Yes, you can air grievances. I don't think I've ever been more upset of Raw in such a long, or like just any kind of Raw or SmackDown in such a long time than Sami Zayn coming out to The Undertaker. Grievance say I just, no, why? I, I was so upset at that. Okay, um, I think, I think he's the only real jerk that you could do. 
Yeah, I think I think Sammy's the only real jerk that could do what Sammy did. But I think everybody was not expecting Sammy. I think everybody had gotten this like false belief that um, uh, the Fiend was going to either show up against Stone Cold or Undertaker. And I think they were ready for the Fiend, and they didn't get it. And everybody was like, "Oh, okay." I mean, I mean, if you watch Simon Miller's um, podcast show that he does, he has a Sammy tally. Um, and he's gotten, I think he's like 10 in a row where he's just gotten clobbered, um, the last few weeks. So I don't know. I mean, he's the only person I know that can That's talk sad like that. You could really build Sammy as a major heel to, and try to get Nakamura over as a major face eventually, ending the storyline at like, say, a mania where you have Nakamura versus Sami Zayn and those guys, uh, wrestled an incredible match at TakeOver years ago. I think that would be a great IC title match, but I don't know. We'll see where they go with that. They they seem to drop stuff so quickly nowadays. Well, you know, I think if if they, you know, going back to the, the whole Fiend thing, if during this Braun and Seth match, if you had, like, the lights go out and him take out both of them, but somehow it causes Seth to get the pinfall over Braun. That sets up a match because, you know, they've talked back and forth on Twitter, Bray and Braun have, mm-hmm. and he was telling him to come home, baby boy, and, you know, all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. And so you had that, that causes a match between the two of them that would produce who the number one contender is. At least I could see that instead of just throwing him in to the title pitcher. Mm-hmm. And and he goes over on Braun. But here's the thing. Hell in the Cell is scheduled for like the first week in October or something. Mm. So you're going to have two weeks to draw this thing out? No, that's not going to work. <laughs> I don't know if y'all know this, but Clash of Champions is set to be at least four and a half hours long. Oh, God. Please, no. Well, it's had like 11 matches on the card. It's it's right. Oh, no. 11 matches on the card. Torture. Makes me sad. But I guess one thing is, I never thought that I would say this. Um, thank you, AEW. But AEW has made me appreciate some of the shorter matches that WWE has. Because not every AEW match has to be 20 minutes long. That's the time limit. I would agree with that. That's almost like a Ring of Honor thing they've adapted in Japan where every match is super competitive. And sometimes um, I want some of my matches to be super quick, some to be somewhat long, some to be really long. Um, you get that in real fights. So if you're trying to to throw out a sports aspect and then – you know, anything can happen um, mentality, then you don't want to go into every single match thinking, uh, here we go. Uh, this is, you know what I mean? And, and the matches were good. Don't get me wrong. I, I really liked All Out. Um, but I see where y'all are coming from there. Yeah, I'm not trying but, to look, be like a Debbie Downer. I just, it, it's no, just no. I, yeah, everybody praises AEW, but, you know, they're not perfect. Um, uh, I think everybody's just really eager for a different product right now with WWE, but, um, that's just me. Um, AEW does have a long way to go as far as like little stuff. They've got to fix a lot of little stuff. I feel like, um, well, here's my thing about the, the time limit things. I'm Mm -hmm. fine with time limit draws. I like that too. But don't expect me to believe that that time limit draw comes down to the difference in making a two count and a three count, and you're ending the match between the two count and the three count, because that's that's. Oh, I love that. I love I mean, that when I was a kid. Television no, title. That's how no, Steve Austin. No, no. Steve Austin got out of all of his matches. Is like the the face would no. have him just about beat, and then oh, the time limit goes out, and it might not be right at the three count, but it'd be like he hits him with his finisher, and there's like five seconds left, and he's about to try to go for the you know the pin and. It's just too late. Uh, I love that as a kid. I wish they would bring that back. Well, <clears throat> that would be like a special television Darby title. Allen. That's what. I mean, I just I don't know it. To me, that 
you're you're adding the time limit draws to add Drama. that bit of realism to it, the feeling of a sportsmanlike bout, and then you're blowing the kayfabe out of it with, oh, it came down to me not taking my hand down on that third count because no, absolutely, the yeah, you off. can't do it That's every a two and a half part. Right, and you can't do it every single match, but uh, for heightened drama, especially... I mean, in my opinion, they can't ever do that again. Oh, I don't know about that. That, Okay, then I'll... That has to be a one-off. Hold on, then I'll suspend my disbelief that every match will be perfectly timed for WWE events. Uh, There'll be no time limits, and they're just... You know what I mean? Like, well, well, the main event's got to be coming up because they only got, like, 20 more minutes for the show. I mean, I just think you can make arguments either way. I see your, I see your point too. Yeah, I, I, think, I mean, I get it. I get it. I, I think yeah. If you, if, if every time on the draw came down to the whole, oh, the referee's about to come down for the, oh, he just had him. He just, he just lost it by a second or two. Yeah, that's a pretty unbelievable. You can save it every once in a while, once in a blue moon. But yeah, I don't want to see it on a regular basis. I totally agree with that. But I'd also don't I don't need to see every match go the the time limit draw either. <laughs> All right, guys, uh, that'll end it for our behind the curtain podcast. Uh, I want to thank Jacob for being on here. Jacob, uh, how was your visit on the podcast, and did you enjoy it? I really enjoyed it. It was a rocky beginning trying to get into here, but once we got in, I felt felt welcome right at home, and I really did enjoy it. No, we'll just edit all that stuff out. I mean, the show to me didn't start until you got on. <laughs> all right. <laughs> and we'll we'll keep everybody updated on the the whole uh, the the controversy that Logan brought up about the marriage and all that stuff. You, you know? notice how I well, slid away from that for yeah. the last twenty minutes. <laughs> and I just I brought mean, knowing, knowing Shelby, I'm pretty sure that she's going to let us know if anything changes pretty quickly. I can't wait. Yeah, I'm expecting yeah. a promo from both of y'all at, at some point, especially if you beat uh, Summer. Like, uh, you know, he you, you're the queen, so he should be like fanning you off or something with the. With the feathers, you got to show. You've been handing him L's and everything. You you got to beat him now. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm, 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 we're gonna see. I'm excited for it. I'm excited for it too. It's this November uh, for Survivor Series. Is Survivor Series the 19th of November? Or does anybody know? I know that's close to Thanksgiving. Uh-huh. So probably it. So if that's the case, then that's what Bray's or the Fiend is is uh, is talking about or showing on the uh, a cl- uh, looks like an alarm clock to me. It's <sighs> November twenty second. Oh, then I don't know what he's talking about. Could be what Logan was saying about the Undertaker's debut. Was that isn't that what you brought up, Logan? Yeah, that's what I had said. Uh, I mean, I had just heard that. I didn't like come up with that myself. Oh, okay. uh, well, but uh, you know, I was going back because cause he kept talking about you know uh, Roman and I mean, not excuse me, not Roman Braun and uh, Seth had taken something from him, and I was like, well, you know, where was that interaction? And I'm wondering if there was maybe a either pay per view, a Raw, or a SmackDown that had took place on 11-19 somewhere in the past. And I, I actually try, tried to give a good shot at researching it and trying to find it. but uh, And I did find a Raw, but it never made mention of Bray being on there. And it was the night after a pay-per-view. And I was like, well, maybe this is it. But didn't show anything, so I don't know. Who knows? i tell you what we should do is if Shelby knocks off Summer, we're going to have a celebration on this podcast. Jacob's definitely going to be on here, and we'll just we'll just make fun of Summer the whole time. Just give him crap, and no. <laughs> it'll be great like though. It'll be a celebration. Summer, he's such a good champion, but I'm going to be better. So, oh, <laughs> now yeah, now I'm intrigued. I kind of want to see uh, Summer go down. Um, Summer can't forget. There's 
there's a guy who won a briefcase earlier this year. So uh, just to be, if he's listening, uh, just to be careful of that. But I'll leave it off on that. And I appreciate you guys being on the podcast tonight for me. We appreciate it too. See you later, Trey. See you guys. That's all the time we have for Behind the Curtain this week. And in the end, the very next day after this was recorded, Shelby and Jacob got engaged. So congrats to Shelby and Jacob on the engagement. And I guess it was okay in hindsight for Logan to uh, bring out the tough questions towards the end. But uh, again, congratulations to Shelby and Jacob. They are now engaged. The Mr. and Mrs., of all elite marks.